0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to Rebootleggers. This is a comedy podcast where we reboot whatever the hell you want. I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. Frank, it's that time of year again.
1: Ding dong, ding dong.
0: We've been doing Christmas. this for two two years now. We've already talked about our two year Sorry, episode. Sorry, what?
1: Hmm?
0: You talking about bells?
1: Yeah, I thought I thought I thought this was our Christmas episode. But oh, you
0: psyched me out. We should have done a Christmas episode. Fuck. Well, can't change the plan now. It's far too late. It's the end of the year, and as as you know, we like to talk about the best reboots in film that happened this year.
1: That is our uh, as our, that kind is our of a critics' custom. review. We we reboot every week. Mm-hmm. Hollywood reboots every month. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> like to look on other people's reboots and kind of just give quick thoughts. Yeah, just give quick thoughts on what we thought was you know
0: Hollywood's it's best a, reboots of the of a, the year. It's a re- reboot Um We called it the Year in Reboot
1: View. Re- okay, I forget what we called it. Because we're reviewing Cause we're reboot. Because we're reboot-viewing. Yeah. Review-booting. Yes, we're
0: review-booting. Um, I think it's just, you know, it's important. Uh, also, should we say up front, this is going to be our last episode of 2018, which means we're not doing a Christmas episode. We're
1: going on vacation.
0: It's true, which means we're actually not going to do a Christmas episode this year, which seems lazy, we'll make, I know. but We'll um, make it up next year. Yeah, we'll do a New Year's episode. Our
1: Christmas present to us
0: is not having to do a Christmas episode not for you, a
1: Christmas episode. which yeah. I
0: think you can admit we've earned it. We had, like, three times the number of guests this year as we did last year. And so. we plan
2: to
1: try for more.
0: yes. Yeah, so um we'll just say it up front. This will be our last episode. This is this, the twenty eighteen finale, we could call it. Uh season two. Do we have two. do we have seasons? Year this is the, the year two. Year two. Reboot Leggers, year two, wrapping it up with this year in reboot of you. Let's jump in. Frank, what's your what's what's the first reboot that you want to talk about from twenty eighteen?
1: The first thing we're going to talk about is Ocean's Eight. Oh, solid reboot. Better than everyone thought it was going to be. Yeah, I, that's what I saw as well. Um, so, Ocean's Eight did something pretty interesting. Uh, it's one of those sleeper reboots, right? Because this is it's 2018. Yeah. And the original the came out a while is, ago. The original came out a while ago. The Free Willy came out in 1993. Right and they just sat on it for a full 15 years. Honestly,
0: 25 years if you do if you're good at math. If I'm good at math. Yeah, and here's the thing that I actually kind of appreciate when reboots wait that long. Like I don't like when we unless it's Spider-Man because I've always loved Spider-Man and I'm always happy to like keep trying on him. But unless it's Spider-Man, I prefer a reboot to wait like a good 20 to 30 a years respectable
1: amount. So obviously, the original Free Willy they were all kids trying to steal the whale from uh that vegas bank and and he's a boy as a and there's a boy so 25 years later it's uh that boy's I younger the boy's sister. Name was jesse it's jesse's sister yeah. yeah
0: sandra bullock plays his sister and uh she went to prison for stealing the whale apparently yeah 20, she-
1: 25 to life but luckily got out in 25
0: yeah because stealing a whale is um, equivalent to murder in the U.S. Mm-hmm. under the, well, under so it's the United Well, so it's,
1: it's what's called an ocean crime. Right, and ocean crimes are treated much worse. So, yeah, uh, I forget what the family's last name was. They changed it to Ocean for this movie just to make it They easy. changed it to Ocean, yes, I've just confirmed. In the original Free Willy the main character is not given a last name he's just Jesse
0: yeah I mean and this is one of those reboots that you can really respect for they give you know they give respect to the source material and they you know they kind of acknowledge they, it there's some they, nods to it there's some nods but they make their own story it's not just mm-hmm. they don't just redo it it's it's a very well done reboot
1: yeah no nautical animals right uh so she she changed the last name to ocean De- debbie ocean mm-hmm uh, and no whale stealing. I think she learned that. I think they learn kind of if they're going to steal something, it should be worth money. Yeah. And not just worth a life sentence. And, and
0: yeah, so they steal a necklace, which I think that's a good lesson learned. Like, And also it's kind of like once you've stolen a whale, that's kind of the top tier yeah. of, of thievery. Like you can't.
1: You've, you've stolen you've the biggest thing. You've several ton yeah. living animal.
0: You've stolen the biggest thing. Anything else is going to be super easy. You don't need to prove
1: anything to anyone. This is just for you now. Yeah,
0: now you steal a necklace. I'm pretty sure at one point she does refer to the necklace as her as her white whale. As her white whale. And it's like a wink little to wink. to the camera. Because Free Willy exactly. had white on him. Like, he wasn't all white, but he had yeah. some white on him. He so that's, the that's, the orca that's orca a, clear it's a clear Was connection. Was he
1: an orca? What w- Willy? Yeah, do, he's do, an orca. A.K.A. a, a killer. Or- orcas are... It. Yeah, orcas are, like, stupid deadly.
0: Yeah, they're stupid deadly. And did you know that um, they're not
1: actually whales? They're actually a species of dolphin. They're, like, I think they're—and I maybe it's been a little bit. I believe that orcas are the only uh, things that eat great whites hell yeah like they hunt great white sharks They're nature's like how did, anti-heroes. how did it's a miracle that these children survived meeting
0: willie <laughs> well oh well that's that is part of the that's the thing in the first movie like he falls into the tank and it's supposed to be like oh shit that whale's gonna eat you but then the whale throws him out because it's like get out of my pool oh yeah okay you know how some you see whales that have that like bent over dorsal fin okay yeah that only happens to whales in captivity so it's actually a very depressing
1: thing to see oh that's sad yeah. So then she, and then obviously there's some references to that in the new film. Yeah, she, uh, she says like the necklace is my whale, and then like she call it's like Great what, the Great White Casino is where they're going to.
0: Yeah, and then there's that scene at the end where after they spoiler alert they get away, and they're mm-hmm. on the boat, and then you see those whales off in the distance. It's kind of like a.
1: Yeah, and one of them is and one of them is wearing the necklace because that's how they got it out. Yeah, one. Of... <laughs> I did because it, it necklace was, out through whale. Whales live a long time. Like the, she retrieves the <laughs> necklace from Willie's, from around Willie's, you know, dorsal fin.
0: The dorsal fin, yeah. Right, yeah, okay. And then they they do ride
1: off into the sunset
0: mm-hmm. on a boat with the whales alongside them. Mm-hmm. A solid movie, solid cast. I liked. It was a good reboot. I liked it. They did good. It was, it was respectful. 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 Uh, okay, I want to talk about Christopher Robin. This was.
1: Uh, this was pretty interesting. This was a. It was a reboot nobody expected. It was a. It was a. What's the term for a lake jumper? Puddle jumper? No, that's a plane. Puddle a puddle jumper. It was. A, it was a. It was a puddle jumper of a film. Yeah. So it's like kind of
0: how it's. It's one of those. Things where uh, a, a a property made in one country gets redone by another country. Think like America's reboot of every the, British TV show. The Office show ever. Is,
1: a, is is probably the best example. Yeah, it's probably right. the, best the UK one. version of The Office is really different.
0: Right. So, um, in, uh, um, what was it? 1995 was the original Toy Story. Yeah. So uh, you, everyone, everyone in America knows Toy Story. Everyone right? in America knows Toy Story. And this is kind of like this is almost a Toy Story three remake where it's about like. So, Toy Story three dealt with you know Andy growing up, and and this is Christopher Robin. They changed the name of like just, yeah, that's Andy just what you do. Christopher
1: Buzz Lightyear becomes Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Well, I think that's Woody. I think Tigger. Sure? Yeah, is Buzz Woody Lightyear. becomes Winnie the Pooh.
0: Yeah, and so they they come up with these. I don't know where they came up with these names. It's pretty just, uh, and I think that's almost again. That's the thing that I kind of respect about a good reboot is willing to.
1: They don't shove in your face. They don't say, "Hey guys, you know, we're Toy Story." Yeah, they
0: weren't like, "Hey, remember Toy Story?" They're like, "This is the the this is UK's version of that thing that you love, and I think we did a pretty good job," which I would agree. So in this one, you know, um the boy Christopher Robin has grown up and Woody aka uh Winnie the Pooh has to come find him because here's here's one of the interesting changes they made was even though they they were you know his toys, they actually don't live with him. He doesn't like own them. They
1: live in their own like alternate dimension almost. Yeah, and the yeah yeah they kind of go away. Yeah, like they're not just they don't just lay around inert. And I also like that they kind of so Toy Story had a lot of almost too many characters. They kind of they kind mm-hmm. of combined a lot of them into mm-hmm. and funnel them down into like a tight five. Yes. Yeah, they combine a lot oh, of characters. Like,
0: um, so I mean, like Eeyore is clearly um Mr. Potato Head plus Slinky. Uh Rabbit is obviously Mr. Potato Head plus uh, one of the plus aliens. Hand plus, Rex. plus hand plus Rex. Um Owl got... Owl is clearly Mr. Potato Head plus the Army Man plus uh the speaking spell.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and also like, no and tigger and well who's tigger tigger actually? was but he's just buzz lightyear oh I di- okay I, di- I didn't realize yeah, yeah. that yeah, actually yeah. makes a lot of sense right because he's the same voice bu- actor because he you know he jumps it's
0: the same voice actor and he jumps really high buzz can fly like it's a yeah he doesn't he doesn't fully comprehend the world around him right exactly it's it's a pretty clear connection well it's it's one of those subtle yet clear connections like once you realize it you're like oh shit that's totally what that is Um, the other interesting thing they did with this is in, in the American toy stories, the, the toys, they, they don't want people to know that they exist, that they, they want them, they don't want them to know that they're sentient.
1: There's this like tension kind of, of like, oh no, we need to pretend to be toys. Right.
0: Whereas in, uh, in this movie, they're just... Christopher Robin just talks to them and they talk back to him and yeah they they kind of toss a lot of the
1: structure and focus more on the uh, the toy child relationships. Yeah, which I liked it. It was nice. It's a lot more it's it's a much more thoughtful film than Toy Story. Oh, yeah. I would well And that's I mean, it's the, it's very similar to like, you know, the the UK version of The Office like people are like more mean to each other and then when it came to the US, they like made them like friends and mm-hmm, stuff like that. Mhm.
0: Yeah, and they made it um 8 times as long. Mhm. Yeah um uh, but yeah that's 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 christopher robin that was a good one uh what's what's next on the list for you frank
1: what's next what do i want to talk about next let's talk about the maze runner Hit i me. think that oh, this yes. was a really interesting twist on an old favorite so yeah. this was following adam sandler's pixels this was kind and and, and in the vein of battleships right mm-hmm. this was a a video game made into a movie. Yes,
0: yeah. Which um, uh, I think it did better than Battleship, if I'm honest. I think it did. But yeah, this is one of those. It's a video game
1: turned into a movie, which I mean, usually doesn't work out great. This uh, this one's good because they they drew inspiration from yes. Pac Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they didn't port everything one to one and just make it like. Like the main guy's name isn't even Pac-Man.
0: Yeah, that would have been – I was going to say that would have been really dumb. It would have been hard if they were like – it just would have been super corny if it was like, hey, my name is – It was like, my name is
1: Pac-Man. Dave. That's my yeah. last name is they, Man. They
0: call me Pac or my name is yeah. Dean Pac-Man. No, his now name they, is just they Thomas. Now, they do
1: say the phrase Pac-Attack multiple times in Maze Runner. But that is true. But I, I think that's just to be expected.
0: Yeah, you can't not do Pac-Man and not say – you can't you can not not say Pac-Attack.
1: Without his oh. classic catchphrase, Pac-Attack. Yeah. I'm about to pack, I'm about to pack attack. That's what he says. I'm
0: about to pack attack, and then um, and, and then he goes,
1: oh, yeah. And so it's it's called. And the- he at the end of the, at the end of the Maze Runner, he does open his mouth really wide and eat the bad guy.
0: Yeah, the bad guy who has become a ghost. It's who kind has of become a like ghost. they don't
1: call him a ghost, but like they sleep on it at the very end. He's clearly a ghost. At the very end, they kind of go for the Pac-Man feel, right? Yeah. And so I mean,
0: let's let's back up a little. So yeah. there it's it's interesting so in the, the bad guys in Pac-Man are just the ghosts, Inky, Inky Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. In this one, there's this thi- they're like the bad guys are they're looking for a death cure. So that they can cure death, which is cure ghosts. Death,
1: which is ghosts. When you become a ghost, you're immune to death.
0: Right. And so, what? Well, oh, wait. You right? you think the ghosts were the death cure? I thought the death cure was the thing that would cure the ghosts, so they could finally defeat them. Oh,
1: see, we've landed on both sides of the fan the fan theory spectrum here.
0: Yeah. Because the
1: ending is obviously super wide open. Right. It's like it's like an, you know it's like Inception where you. you the viewers supposed to figure it out in that way that is kind of a cop-out.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a cop-out, but also, I mean, look at the source material. It's not like Pac-Man had much story to
1: draw from. Yeah, they. I mean, they, they really spun it. So instead of Pac-Man, we've got... What's the, what's the main guy's name? Thomas? Thomas. Thomas. So Thomas is running the maze, and so, I mean, in the original game, we don't really know why Pac-Man is in the maze. Mm-hmm. We don't know if he's trying to escape, really, or... If he likes being there, it, Thomas does not like being in the maze.
0: Yeah. He he doesn't want to be in there. And I think we, I mean, we, we it's pretty clear Pac-Man never wanted to be in the maze. Uh, That's fair. Yeah. They're fighting an evil organization called WCKD, which is, you know, it's wicked. Like If,
1: if you, yeah. And if you, uh, if you rearrange the letters in it, it's the first name of each of the Pac-Man ghosts, which is pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> winky Cl- winky clyde kill man and and dave yeah
0: it's pretty yeah. it's a pretty good reference it's very clever
1: um i liked this reboot i thought it was pretty solid yeah uh it's i think of 2018 it's one of the better ones because it it's not just a boring rehash of the original they agree. clearly they clearly loved playing pac-man uh there's rumors that miss pac-man's on the docket for a maze runner too which would be cool mm-hmm that would be really uh, cool, because... They again, really made their own thing out of it.
0: Like, it was one of those things where it was obvious, like, yes, of course, we have to do Pac-Man for the first one, because that's the one that everyone knows. But they're, they're very eager to get to Miss Pac-Man, which I, I'm excited for. Like, I'm very excited for, like, a female-led yeah. I mean, version Ms. of this. yeah. Pac-Man
1: was honestly the better game, and I, I fully expect it to be the better movie.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be great. Um, Since we're on the subject of video games, let's talk Ready Player One. Okay. Now... This was a reboot that people. This this movie was very uh, highly anticipated. Um, yeah,
1: this was this was one of those ones where uh, there was an initial reboot attempt that kind of trailed off. Yeah, so then they and kind then of. This was the third. Fresh reboot,
0: right? So this is not a sequel to Tron Legacy. This is a, a, an original reboot of Tron again. Of, yeah,
1: they're pretending Tron Legacy didn't happen. They threw it out the window and yeah. they're trying over again.
0: Yeah. So in Tron, you know, they we learned that you can go inside computers and that the programs are little people and stuff. And so and in, you get your light frisbees and everything. Right. And it is and they it's it's great. Like it's this is clearly a reference to Tron, like a a, a, a reboot of Tron because the the Tron motorcycle shows up in this game. Like it's. Yeah. Or in this and movie the, the, like
1: the boy gets sucked in and everything.
0: Yeah, the boy gets sucked in. He, instead of like being sucked in against his will, he chooses it where everybody likes to go in there. Um much like the original Tron, you know, they they get programs who were not designed to play games get forced to play games um by other programs. And so in this, you know, the the kids, the people who go into this world basically all they do is play games with other video game characters. I think You know, Steven Spielberg kind of went all out on this one, just paying off every property he could, seeing, like, you know, if we're going to go inside the computer, all the video games are going to be there as friends.
1: Yeah, so this was actually uh, – this was an experimental – not inside the movie, but as a marketing scheme. This was a kind of a new experiment for Warner Brothers where they just kind of openly sold slots to video game companies. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Microsoft paid them a cool ten million to put the Master Chief in there. Yeah, it was weird. Um, they put the Master Chief in there like eight times, and it's weird because yeah. normally you pay... out, you've got your over, you got basically the Overwatch cast shows up.
0: Oh yeah, I mean they had a few Blizzard characters um, in there.
1: It, this is basically kind of the movie version of remember that website where it was like one million pixels or whatever, and people would pay to like put a banner ad on the website mm-hmm. and the whole point the, the million dollar webpage i think it was called
0: yeah this
1: is basically the movie version of that
0: right where it is it's very because normally the studio pays the ip owner but in this case the ip owners were paying the studios to get their characters in this yep. tron reboot which is they
1: basically made the entire movie with just green screen actors as stand-ins and then any company could just throw a cool million put their dude in there yeah exactly it's pretty uh amazing pretty lucrative i mean i, I think it I don't know about uh the fan reaction to it was pretty mixed, but uh Yeah. I, I'm sure it made a ton of money.
0: I could have done with a lot less of the like kind of nerd gatekeeping culture and pop culture obsession, but I do respect as I like I've said this for every single one. I respect a reboot that is not afraid to shake things up. I, I, it, it is very different from Tron, but it's still, you know, clearly Tron, which is something that I can, I yeah, can very it, much respect.
1: Uh, it took some risks, but it did not forget where it came from. I
0: mean, it's a, it was a box office success, so mm. there's that. I guess the risk paid off. The yeah. risk paid off.
1: Uh, all right. What do you? What's next on the list? Let's, uh, let's take it a little more close to. The kid zone mm-hmm. now. Yeah, let's hit the kid zone. So, uh, uh, the first one is really interesting. So, Anna and the Apocalypse was the case of a children's movie kind of being spun off into a more adult kind of a yeah. rated experience. Yeah,
0: Anna and the Apocalypse came out earlier
1: this year. This was, and this was another, um, I think it was the first Disney movie to be to be made into an R-rated production. Yes. And I was
0: I said earlier
1: I really respect
0: when when studios, you know, give a movie, they wait a long enough period, you know, a good twenty-five mm-hmm. to thirty years. This is an exception. They did not like Frozen is only four, three, four years old, right?
1: Yeah, four, four, four or five.
0: Yeah, four or five. It is not that old. Frozen has barely been around and they already decided what if we took Anna. And called her Anna, and um, made a Christmas zombie movie. Cause and it's
1: and she's the only one that can stop
0: them. She's the only one who can stop them. In in a similar way that she was the only one who could stop uh, the ice. The ice, which I mean, they do kind of tease that similar thing. So in the, if you recall, in Frozen, everyone thought it was like, oh, she needs true love's kiss. She needs to smooch a boy, and um, she needs true love to save her from being frozen forever. But then it turned out she just needed the true love of her sister. So this is kind of a yeah. similar thing where they don't think that Anna is the one who can who can save everyone. Mm-hmm. Um but it's actually her sister who can And
1: and they they go out they actually uh Disney went through I think two shell companies kind mm-hmm. of the the yeah. Disney's logo is not on the poster. It's kind of a
0: clear like Disney wanted to do it, but they're all they were gun shy about it. They were nervous about um they they clearly did not have one hundred percent faith in this movie, otherwise they would have put their name on it. Mm -hmm. um interesting take so they kind of yeah they kind of focus more on christmas instead of winter um and it's uh there weren't zombies per se in the original frozen
1: no there were kind of those there were those ice golems
0: yeah and so instead of those now there's zombies like olaf. also
1: i mean i think we'd be remiss if we didn't point out that anna and the apocalypse is live action it
0: is a live action movie um she does have a zombie friend named olaf yes and he it I he assume. does
1: the, they do the chewbacca thing he doesn't he doesn't have the, a jaw a fully formed yeah you know intact jaw but he he seems adorable, nonetheless. Yeah, despite being like a zombie with a mm-hmm. only half. They do a face. ride. They they do mow down zombies from like reindeer back, and they got the sled, and the sled has all the blades on it. Yep,
0: yep, yep, yep. And there is like an ice castle. She does have to defeat an ice witch. So this is actually kind of another big interesting thing, where they made the ice witch actually evil which is i don't know that i mm-hmm. like it because that was kind of a cool thing in frozen yeah. where like they kind of walked back what they originally set up in frozen right and i don't know yeah it's it was a bold choice for sure and again like i gotta respect a reboot that's willing to shake it up
1: um she does use candy cane steaks which is fun like you which know it's pretty it's pretty funny they don't they don't lo- disney's name isn't on the poster but they haven't fully lost the disney's charm
0: yeah of, yeah i agree movies. um Okay, let's let's talk. Let's stay in the kid zone for a little bit. This is a big one that came out earlier this year: Ant Man and the Wasp. This was a big summer blockbuster.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, obviously, the original Ants was animated. I thought it was yeah. a reboot of A Bug's Life. Oh, I just assu- I just assumed it was Ants.
0: No, but well, because like, so in Ant Man and the Wasp, it's like about a guy like Ants Man. Yeah, but so Ant-Man and the Wasp is about a a a boy who he's so Ant-Man, he's the male ant who kind of screws everything up and then the the girl who so in the in Bug's Life she's you know she's a she's a she's she's a girl ant so she's got wings and this they made her the
1: Wasp, you know, cuz that's a Marvel superhero. Okay. I
0: see. Um, okay.
1: You know what? I I mean it now that Marvel's Disney, right? It 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 couldn't have been Ants, right? Because Ants is a
0: DreamWorks own. thing. I mean, ants I
1: could, I Dreamworks. guess, I could see
0: where you did it because that is another that is also a movie about a boy Ant who kind of because I thought kind yeah, of screws it, it up. Like he doesn't really screw ants. up so much as a lie yeah. about his accomplishments. And Ant Man and the Wasp does have a lot of him lying. Who would the Wasp be from Ants though?
1: Yeah, I think that's where it falls apart mostly. I would have
0: liked to see some. there is a there are some hornets in ants but they're kind of minor characters they meet at the picnic uh, the picnic time but it is a story about a, a boy ant and a girl ant similar to A Bug's Life and The Ants Smooch which is it's yeah, it's they a do. thing that nobody's ever considered by ants but I mean again so this is it you know it's a Disney owned property they took they took this Pixar film this is Pixar film number 2 right Bugs Life was the second one they ever made. It, it, yeah, I, I think so. And so then they uh, they decided, you know, what if we transposed that into the Marvel Universe? Which is very interesting because it, it raises a lot of questions for are the other Pixar movies now also going to get put into the Marvel Universe? Which, I don't know, maybe. Yeah? Maybe. Uh, but overall, I think this movie kind of captures the heart um, it's kind of similar in that, uh, instead of being about, you know, uh, ants who have to trick some grasshoppers into stand, stand up to some bullies. It's about a guy who has to, um, rescue, uh, his, 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 his uh, what is he rescuing in that movie? His,
1: his, his, his son, David, David Grasshopper was kidnapped. No. no. Oh, it, David Grasshopper kidnapped his son. I'm sorry. I got the nuts <laughs> wrong. Now, this is pretty noticeable for being the first Pixar character to make it into the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. through the MCU. They're, they're, not, they're now Ant-Man comics.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Ant-Man action figures. Yeah, he
0: was a Marvel m- movie before he got made into a Marvel comic, which is very interesting. Yeah.
1: And obviously the comics are all based on the movie. It's the human version.
0: Yeah, it is, it is notable uh mm-hmm. what they've done there and well i'm excited to see what else they do with that this this ever-growing universe like this marvel yeah. universe oh, I, I can't huge.
1: wait for the roly-poly dudes to be in the movie
0: oh my gosh i love the roly-poly dudes like Hup. they don't speak english and the ones they go like Hup. yeah and they're they they're like and then they like punch each other a lot and um it's very good and they go like Hup.
1: That's my, that's my favorite part. And they go like, up, 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 up.
0: yeah, and they like jump you know? on each other and they roll around. That's my favorite.
1: That's my favorite part of that movie. Yeah,
0: I, I'm sure they're gonna have like in the the next Ant Man movie, we'll definitely see like you know a Roly and a Poli, and they'll have like I don't know robot ball suits. Yeah, or something. and they'll
1: be like, they'll, and they'll like do like, hop. <laughs>
0: yeah, they'll do
1: hop. Okay, what's what's next? Let's uh, let's go to the spooky zone, Scott. Oh,
0: take me to the spooky zone. We're,
1: we're, we're gonna we're gonna go to the spooky zone. And we're gonna talk about we're gonna Scott. We're gonna talk about a quiet place. Oh
0: my gosh, I love this movie.
1: This was a a sleeper a sleeper hit that became a non sleeper, <laughs> open big hit. Mm-hmm. I only heard good things about this movie, and it makes sense thinking about the movie it's coming from, right? Yeah.
0: So, um, but it's interesting too because it's it's a movie that they rebooted based on. A lot of reboots they base on, you know, they take the whole movie and they reboot it. This was a movie where they looked at one scene from Silence of the Lambs and they were like, what if we made that into an entire movie?
1: Yeah. What if we, they kind of had like a fractal view of like, what if this was the movie? Yes. Yeah,
0: so they, they, they took that, the famous, the night vision goggles scene from Silence of the Lambs where the creepy killer guy. So, so you've got the, the woman in the basement, um, who's trying to find, uh, who is it? Holly Hunter? No. Holly Holly Hunter? Ah, shit. Now I'm an asshole. No. Um... I know her name. It's not oh Holly Hunter. Oh, my God. I'm dying. Jodie Foster. The name? Jesus Jody Christ. Jodie
1: Foster. I'm cutting
0: all that out. I don't want to look we like an a asshole. We make a movie podcast. I don't want to look like an asshole. Jodie so Foster's in the basement, and she's trying to catch the killer, and he's in the basement, and bit, the basement yeah. is pitch black, so she can't see anything. We see the this whole scene from the killer's perspective wearing um these night vision goggles night vision and there's goggles. a part where he like reaches very very close to her and she can't even see him and it's very scary and so John Krasinski was like what if that scene was a movie where nobody could talk it's mm-hmm. very very quiet the whole time and there's so much suspense because if you talk you will die
1: and uh uh additionally i th- i think they there's a couple scenes that draw inspiration from i i know you have not seen the full run of Buffy. I know you said you were maybe starting it. I don't know if you yeah, ever carried through that. We got that. like seven episodes in. There's a very popular episode called Hush in which every character is magically made silent. Mm. It's considered to be one of the best episodes of the series. Mm. Clearly drew inspiration from that. It's one of my favorite episodes. It's a lot of people's. So of, you're, it's it's you're, in a lot of
0: people's. You're claiming movies. this is also a Buffy reboot or is this is still also, Silence it's of also the Lambs?
1: A, it's still Silence of the Lambs, but they needed to pull. From outside material, it's only one scene in the movie.
0: Yeah, and so, I mean, they also kind of made it, you know, they, instead of, they, the murderer, you know, he's a monster, but he's, like, human, Mm -hmm. but he's a monster. And so, in, in, in a
1: quiet place, they were like, well, what if they're just monsters? What if they're, yeah, let's clean that up. We want this to be about the quiet.
0: The quiet. Very spooky movie. I loved it. I was scared, but I loved it. I don't like jump scares, and that's why I did not uh, anticipate enjoying this movie. But I really enjoyed it. The monster was cool, and he's spooky, and there's several of them, and you know it's good. It's good do, shit. Do, do, do. What was that? Do, 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 do. It's like, like x Files. Oh, like X Files sound. Uh, x Files sounds are pretty spooky, I guess. Uh, okay, let's talk about Smallfoot. Smallfoot. Smallfoot made popular by that great that great video where that guy sings about the cast and says Zendaya is Michi a lot. It's very funny. It's very good. This was Um It's it's again, I mean it's the same it's similar, like all good reboots. It's similar but very different from its source material mm-hmm. in that it's no longer about street dancing as they do in the step up franchise. Now it's about some Yetis who live on the in the Himalayas.
1: And they learn – they have this legend. And they do dance. They do dance. They dance and they sing. So I was actually reading about this just before we started. So basically, Step Up has already had, I think, three or four movies. Yeah, you've the got Step lapsed. Up 2, The Streets.
0: Step Up 3, The, streets, the right. streets. Step Up
1: 4, step up four More Streets. More streets. <laughs> so The Rights Laps, it was kind of sitting out there in limbo. Warner Brothers, of all people, picked it up and they kind of uh, – they took most of the Step Up Five kind of partially finished script mm-hmm. and they just spun it into their next animated feature. Yeah. They
0: were like, well, we've got this, we've got half of a story about yetis, but we don't know what to do with them.
1: And we've got half a movie about competitive street about
0: competitive street dancing. So now it's about, instead of like, you know, unlikely dance friends, it's a Bigfoot who becomes friends with a human and they call humans smallfoots. Yeah. And through dance and song. Mm-hmm. And they got quite a cast of. It's an ensemble cast. You've got Zendaya. You've got Common. You've got LeBron James. This might be his first movie.
1: You've got oh, no. There's that train train wreck. Last train. Uh, it had train in the title. It he was, was a that. train wreck. You say? No, the movie's name was like train oh. wreck. Well,
0: it's also got Danny DeVito in it. This movie. This this new movie. And uh, was he in? Was he in the original Step Up anywhere? Or is that new?
1: I don't think he was in the original stuff. Oh, not-
0: I would have. I think he should have been after his performance in this. Like they should have had him in yeah, the original. Yeah, he really
1: should have been. He he. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if I found out that he did audition for the originals.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's true. Maybe that's kind of that's. I think that would make a lot of sense because the way they were taught, like his character in this movie, they kind of. It, it almost seemed like they were uh, they were asking for Danny DeVito's forgiveness. Yeah.
1: And now I I will say that Warner Brothers phone this one in a little bit a little bit uh most notably there are some deleted scenes in the blu-ray where some characters accidentally use the names of the step up script characters instead <laughs> uh and they just kind of rather than doing any adr they just cut those scenes yeah
0: no one noticed because they just cut them
1: it's very hard There's, to pay for these is, celebrities yeah, there is, at the at the very end of the movie, there's kind of a 30-second scene where it's just stock footage from Step Up to the Streets. Mm-hmm. Just unaltered, live-action stock footage. They don't even overlay them with big Feats. They don't, because they, they kind of green-screen it where you got um, Channing Tatum's character, the main character, mm-hmm. kind of, like, peeks around the edge of a building.
2: Mm-hmm. And then that's the
1: framing device for just this this footage that plays
0: i do love me some channing tatum though i'll take him anywhere i'll take him anywhere i can get him so talking about animated again this is another i want to talk about jurassic world the fallen kingdom Mm -hmm. this is another reboot of a it's it's this is actually so um It's,
1: it's it's pretty political
0: it's pretty political well and so we mentioned i think i don't know we said that and the apocalypse was the first thing to take that that disney movie and make it a, an adult live action movie but i think jurassic world actually did it first i think we misspoke because it took the good dinosaur oh, which check. is that disney
1: pixar movie let me check the dates on this so yeah Yeah, Jurassic Jurassic World beat them by I think four months.
0: So it's weird that they did two in one year. That Disney was like, let's make two of our. Although Disney has been kind of on a live action kick lately, they have, and it's interesting. So most of their live action movies are just straight remakes, where it's like a shot Mm -hmm. for shot remake, but live action, like like
1: The Jungle Book, which we didn't really feel worth talking about. No, I don't want to talk about The Jungle. It's just just the same movie. movie. It's a
0: remake, not a reboot. I don't want to talk about it. I'm
1: I'm sick of that story. We're talking about boots.
0: I'm sick, and also, can we talk? I just for just one second. Everyone's calling that new Lion King movie a live action adaptation. They're all computer animals. None of that shit is live action.
1: Computers, They're... computers aren't real.
0: Computers aren't real. real. Those animals are not real animals. They're computer. Don't call it live action. Sorry, but you know, it's words mean things. Anyway, S- still waters run deep uh, over there. Ugh, this fucking people um so the good dinosaur is a story about a this is so this they kind of flip it the good dinosaur is about a dinosaur who um adopts a caveman best friend and the caveman's kind of his pet but yep. like not a pet jurassic world fallen kingdom is about a man who has a best friend who is a velociraptor that is blue instead of green which whatever and it's kind of dumb they named that they named the raptor just blue like that's the color and it's mm-hmm. stupid but fine i guess um it's it's an interesting swap. I mean, I think it's this has been kind of my theme this episode. They shook it up, which is why I think they it gets a mention on this
1: list. Like again, remakes are not interesting.
0: Remakes are not interesting. Reboots.
1: At- so we're they into it.
0: they take it to the mo- it's interesting. So Good Dinosaur is about prehistoric times obviously mm-hmm. um where the dinosaurs were alive and this is, you know, a modern day thing where they're just, I guess for some reason, humans and dinosaurs like still coexist in this universe. Like the, the extinction never happened possibly. They don't, I mean the good dinosaur establishes that dinosaurs were very smart and had farming and stuff. So this is kind of just like a, um, a modern day telling modern day story where it's like, yeah, dinosaurs definitely didn't go extinct because they were clearly smart enough to avoid that happening to them. Um,
1: I was actually just reading an Entertainment Weekly a couple weeks ago. So, the the Good Dinosaur untitled reboot was actually it was in development hell for like for like two three years. Mm. It was just kind of sitting around when um, basically the studio picked it up, kind of slapped Jurassic World in front, and just went running with it. Yeah. So this was kind of their first experiment in a Jurassic World extended universe of like oh. Just put a Jurassic Park in the movie, and then like let's roll. Yeah, let's at least get that lip service. But this
0: is still that universe where dinosaurs didn't even go extinct. It's it's mm-hmm. it's odd, but you know it's kind of fun. There's and then he's friends with a raptor, and then they fight a bigger dinosaur in the uh, and
1: all all throughout the movie he just keeps saying like you're a good dinosaur, you're a good dinosaur, you're, yeah, you're a good saying, dinosaur. He's saying
0: you're a good dinosaur, you're,
1: a, you're good. Who,
0: dinosaur. he says who's a good dinosaur? You're a good mm-hmm. dinosaur
1: because that that one's a good dinosaur he says that at the end. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um okay, let's get to the, let's talk about the last movie on the list. This one created a lot of buzz this year. I think it mm-hmm. was a beloved movie. I'm talking Mamma Mia here we go again. And this might be my favorite reboot on the list because it's it was such a huge shift from the mm-hmm. original. Um obviously on like at a glance it looks nothing like arguably one of the worst movies of all time which is another reason why i like this movie because they took one of the worst movies of all time and made it good but also it looks it looks nothing like that 1980s super mario brothers movie yeah the visual style of mamma mia is so different from super mario Bros. it's so different but it's like i loved it it was refreshing um it's it's one of my favorite things about these, like, kind of extended universes is when they do a story that just takes place in the universe that isn't just that story again. Like, my, mm-hmm. the thing that I want most out of the, all this new Star Wars stuff coming out is I want just, like... I want something that's not about the Force or saving the galaxy. I want, like... I want, like, a Star Wars movie that's just, like, homicide cops on Coruscant. Like, I want something that's just... Yeah. Regular people doing
1: regular things. Yeah, so let's, we, we, let's get on the checklist here. So, basically... They took Super Mario Bros mm-hmm. and they watched it and then they put the VHS tape gently into the garbage. And then they said, <laughs> Let's talk about Princess Peach. But Let's talk she, about Princess Peach. What if she wasn't a Princess? What if she, what if she lived what, lived in Greece? What if she was what Meryl Streep? She loved Europop. What if she was Meryl
0: Streep? Princess Peach has had a kid and Princess Peach is no longer mm-hmm. alive. The main character, Princess Peach's daughter, who they call they call Sophie, because
2: mm-hmm.
0: you can't call her Princess Peach. Like that's a stupid name. Yeah, it would be too obvious. Um but so she discovers like maybe I don't I don't actually know who my dad is. So she invites these three dudes to an island.
1: And it, it's not they don't obviously which, which say is, it. which is usually the setup of a horror movie.
0: Yeah, going to an island for sure. But mm-hmm. this no, it's a, it's a wonderful comedy with uh, with loving
1: uh loving loving family moments, great uh, abba. abba. Can, I, can I just say my favorite Easter egg is that instead of like trams or taxis, they all just Jump into pipes to go places. It's pretty great. It's like the one, yeah. the one overt. It's like the one silly element. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's the one like okay, this is obviously in this in the Mushroom Kingdom. Like, but other than that, like the three guys she invites and, every,
1: and, and everyone pays with big fist sized coins. Right. Yeah. There's also that.
0: But then there's there's the three guys from who come to the island and they're. This is one of those things where it's, like, it's not obvious unless you know, but they're clearly supposed to be Mario, Luigi, Luigi and Bowser. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: in this, like, Mario and Luigi aren't brothers anymore, I guess, um, but they're still very yeah, close. Yeah, that is,
1: that is a little bit weird, but it, it works. It and works. Obviously, obviously Bowser's a human.
0: Yeah. Um, um, that's, he that's... does have big vampire fangs, though. Yeah. Um, but it's just... I just love this so much because I love when they take a universe and just give you a human story in that fantastical universe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, huge uh, fan. it's kind of one of the reasons I like the Marvel universe so much because it's like, what if, what if we, what if people existed in a comic book world? Whereas DC is like, what if superheroes existed in our world and they mm-hmm. don't make sense here? So it's bad. Um, I, I like that like human stories in a in a fantasy world. And I think Mamma Mia, here we go again nailed it. It accomplishes that. And of course, you know, the tit- if we 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 got to explain the title, like Mamma Mia is the thing that Mario says sometimes and so it's like that's obviously what they're going for here. It's another Mario reference. But again, like and, and I I love the focus not on Mario, Princess Peach traditionally it's just a damsel in distress in more recent years they're kind of giving her her own agency and story mm-hmm. which i love like i'm very
1: all i'm all about I'm a that fan. <coughs> and i i do i do like when um i do like when when charles like punches that like that like jerk outside the bar and it goes like ba-ding! yeah like he jumped on him it's pretty funny
0: i like it a lot it's like any last thoughts on mamma mia I have nothing um, more to say about this movie. I have I'm I'm good. So that's that's our list. That's our top ten uh yearing reboot view reboots. Uh if you haven't seen these highly recommend you know add them to your list of must watches definitely i think it's worth like we, this, we talked about this in last year's episode yeah. but it's, it's definitely worth watching the originals on all of these yeah. so that you fully yeah, appreciate the, the uh the reboot versions of them um so that's gonna do it for us that's gonna that's gonna close us out for 2018 thank you so much everybody for another wonderful year thank you for listening thank you for all your emails and all the guests and, uh, all just everything. Um, if you like the show, please, please, please give us a good rating and review on iTunes. That helps us out so much and tell a friend about it. Uh, we would love to meet your friends. Just bring them over sometime. And we'd love to talk to them. Uh, until next time I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah and Frank, what is our password for next year?
1: Our password for next year is keep, keep it booty. Okay. We'll see you in 2019.